Hey everyone, I'm Chrono from The Headphone Show and today with me I have the Rad Zero. Now, this is Rawson Audio Design's first headphone, but it's also the culmination of Odyssey co-founder and former CEO Alex Rawson's experience in headphone design as well as sound engineering. Let's check it out. Okay, so let's start off this video by talking about the basics. So the Rad Zero is an open back headphone that retails for $2,600 and it's using a 66 millimeter planar magnetic transducer. It's also an artisan headphone as no two units will ever be the same. They each feature their own unique visual design and they're all handmade in California in the USA. For power requirements, the Rad Zero come in at an impedance of 29 ohms and a sensitivity level of 98 dB per milliwatt. From my testing, I didn't find that they were easy enough to drive off something like my MacBook or my motherboard's onboard audio as they sound a little bit compressed, but I did find that they were very easily driven by something like the JDS Labs Atom and low gain mode or the micro black label in eco mode. So I think that most discrete headphone amplifiers will suffice in delivering clean power to these. For accessories, the Rad Zero includes a Pelican style travel case that, although not compact, will keep your headphones safe should you have to transport them somewhere. Also included is a rather nice 8 feet long dual 3.5mm to 3.5mm cable with a quarter inch adapter. Lastly, you also get a Rawson Audio Design sticker. Moving on to build, the Rad Zero is one of the most solid feeling headphones I've gotten my hands on. It's composed almost entirely out of metal, and the only exceptions are the synthetic leather headband and ear pads, and the very striking rest and ear cup rings. The headphone feels extremely well put together, and there are no squeaking or rattling moving parts. The only part of this build that I'm not really a fan of is the sliding mechanism uh, for the extension headband, as I worry that it might get loose over time. Aside from that, I find the Rad Zero's build to be very impressive. Now, the Rad Zero's comfort, on the other hand, I don't think is as impressive. For starters, they're a pretty hefty headphone that, depending on the materials used, can weigh between 550 and 615 grams. For me personally, the weight is not that big of an issue, but it can certainly be a deal breaker and source of discomfort for others. My biggest issues though are the headband and clamp on the Rad Zero. The clamp force out of the box is remarkably fierce and it is the strongest I have felt on any headphone. When I first tried these on, I could not wear them for more than 30 minutes as they put some serious pressure on my jaw and temples. They even left my head sore for a while after listening. They did ease up after a couple of days of listening, but those first listening sessions were sincerely painful as a result of the clamp. Now, the headband, I think, features a very poor design as it relies on a single cushion at the center which concentrates the weight and creates a pressure point on my head. I think that the Rad Zero would have benefited greatly from something like a suspension-style headband design or at least a larger surface area with which to distribute the weight. Unfortunately, the Rad Zero is not one of those headphones that just disappears after putting them on and wearing them. Although, it did get better after a couple of days and more recently I've been able to wear them for day-long sessions. Okay, so we finally get to talk about how these sound and after I got over the comfort issues and I actually had the chance to listen to them for a while, I have to say that the Rad Zero has seriously impressed me. I think that this is the headphone that out of the box I've found the most enjoyable and you know, if I had to describe it briefly, I'd say that it has a very welcoming but very natural sounding tonality. You know, I would describe it as having well-defined bass, uh, a little bit of warmth, very rich mids, but with a lush and realistic 
antidepressants and a pleasant uh, treble range. So I don't want to give too much away in this introduction to the sound section and there's more to a headphone's overall sonic experience and performance than tonality alone. So yeah, without further ado, let's talk about how these perform. As always, we'll start off by talking about bass, which I think is fantastic on the RAD Zero, and it reminds me a lot of the kind of bass you get on full-size LCD series headphones. So, for extension, it performs great, as to me, it sounds like it very easily reaches down to 20 hertz, and it does deliver that deep sub-bass rumble. I also think that the bass here has a very nice, enjoyable, and adequate level of presence, as its bass shelf under 100 hertz sits one or two dB lower than that suggested by the 2018 Harman target curve. Additionally, they do have a slight touch of warmth between 150 and 200 hertz, but it's very subtle, and it never feels like it actually upsets the balance in the bass region. Also very important to mention is that the lows here are very well defined and articulated and I actually think that they're even better articulated than that of the LCD2 and Focal Clear. So overall I'd say that the bass on the RAD0 is very full sounding, very uh, enjoyable, but it never sacrifices its control or definition. Okay, so moving on to mid-range, this is undoubtedly my favorite region of the RAD0's frequency response. as. To me, the mid-range tuning here is probably the most enjoyable and realistic sounding that I've heard in a headphone. So the lower mids are presented exceptionally well. They have a very good tonal richness that never feels like it's overdone or congested. And it gives uh, instruments and especially vocals, uh, you know, it makes them very powerful and full-bodied. Um, also find that the upper mid range is very well tuned they have just like the right amount of energy i think for me in the region between 2 to 5k so instruments like brass instruments uh, pianos guitars and again vocals have a very realistic but adequate amount of presence that never came across as forward or shouty to me Another very impressive element of the um, Rad Zero's mid-range is their resolution. So these present a remarkably clear and transparent image of the mids, and I think that they're easily on par with the Head Audio headphone and the HD100S in that regard, and they eclipse the performance offered of other headphones like the Focal Clear or the LCD2. It's really unusual for me not to comment something on the mid-range as I always find myself thinking it's like, oh, it's a little thin here or maybe it sounds a little boxy or, you know, it's a little too forward for me, but it really wasn't the case at all for me on the Rad Zero. And sincerely, for my sound tastes and preferences, I feel like this is the most enjoyable, natural mid-range that I've heard from any headphone in its stock configuration thus far. Okay, so for the last region of the frequency response, we have the Rad Zero's treble range, and I don't want to sound like I'm gushing, but again, if I'm going to be honest, there isn't much for me to complain about here. And online, I've seen that um, some users have found the treble here to be a little bright or strident, but at least for me on, on this unit, that didn't seem to be the case. Uh, I personally would describe this as having a slightly warm tilt to it. Um, but you know, I find it to be very well tuned and I feel like it's able to surface all the tonal nuances in the highs without ever sounding uh, piercing or fatiguing, at least to me. And I also think that the overtones in this region are very well balanced in relation to the mids. So it gives elements in the mix very natural and well textured harmonics. I also think that these have very good treble extension as they have nice air qualities above 10K that add a very subtle and sweet listen to the highs. Again, I just 
really struggled to find anything to complain about as they I, I personally didn't hear any you know deviations that would make for an unpleasant or strange listening experience but then again that can only be this unit and you know you have to account for my preferences as well um if i were to nitpick though i did feel as though 6.5k could come across as it's ever so slightly forward every now and then, which would introduce a little bit of glare in the low treble. But aside from that, I really don't have anything else that worries me in the treble. And that was only like by one or two dB, which, you know, it was very hard to notice anyways. Um, noteworthy again is that the resolution on these, I think sounds fantastic. It displays the highs with a pristine level of clarity and cymbal crashes and splashes in particular come across immaculately on these. Moving on from frequency response to soundstage imaging and layering, I have to say that I was pretty disappointed with how the RAD0 performed. So while they do have really good imaging, you know, good sense of directionality and positioning, their soundstage is more akin to what you get on something like an HD 600 series headphone. So it's very, very intimate. And the full-size LCD series headphones that I've listened to from Odyssey have sounded wider than this headphone. The head audio headphone is much wider sounding and the Rad Zero is not even as roomy as the Focal Clear, which is definitely a bit of a letdown. And I think that what contributes partially to this is that the instrument separation was not quite on the level that I expected, not only for the price tag, but for a planar magnetic headphone. So I usually associate planar magnetics with really having a great ability to distinguish the different elements that you know, compose complex musical passages and you know, giving them a, a very well-defined space within their soundstage. And it's not like any one track gets lost in the Rad Zero, it's just that they don't feel quite as, as spacious. So again, I just feel a little bit disappointed by how they perform here. Unlike the soundstage, I think that the Rad Zero actually has very good dynamics. And while they don't come across to me as having as much slam as the Focal Clear or the Odyssey LCD2, I still feel like they deliver a very satisfying physical impact in the low notes. So percussive instruments, especially things like kick drums, deliver a very satisfying low end punch, while instruments like pianos, guitars, snares, and xylophones have a very nice strike and attack in their upper registers that add this feeling of like weight and tension behind the way that they're played. So while this isn't the most strong headphone in terms of punch and slam that I've listened to, I still think that they make for a very engaging and enjoyable listen. Okay, so very briefly before wrapping up the video, I wanted to mention EQ and Honestly, the Rad Zero is the first headphone that I've listened to that has had me seriously question whether I want to use EQ with it at all, because it really sounds that good, at least for tonality, and I don't think it needs it at all. But I ended up using EQ anyways, just to bring it a little bit closer to my personal preference. And the biggest change I make is that I actually add a slight cut at 200 Hertz, just to reduce a little bit of that warmth there, because that's a bit more to my preference. And I also reduce 6.5K just a touch, just to make sure that that occasional glare doesn't pop up again or that it ever comes across as forward or anything like that. So if you're interested in checking out my EQ profile for the Rat Zero or for other headphones, there is a post I've made on the headphones community forums that has a list with all my EQ profiles and presets. So if you wanna check that out, there's gonna be a link to that in the description down below. So what are my final thoughts on the Rad Zero? Well, 
Given its Odyssey heritage, it's really unsurprising that a lot of its sonic characteristics as well as its presentation are very reminiscent of that of LCD series headphones. However, unlike those other headphones, the RAD Zero is not challenged by quirks in its frequency response that completely throw off its tonal balance, and instead, it delivers this slightly warm, tonally rich, and very natural tonality that I think many listeners will enjoy. Admittedly, for me, it was a little bit held back by the comfort issues that I mentioned earlier, as well as the slightly lacking uh, soundstage. But if comfort's not a problem for you, or if you're not looking for a super big soundstage and you actually like the more intimate presentation, then I really think that the Rad Zero is a fantastic option that I will gladly recommend. And I truly believe that when you combine its really good tonality, really good technical performance because it has really good detail, as well as its artisan design, the Rad Zero is amongst the best planar magnetic headphones currently available in the market. Anyways, that is all for me today. I hope you enjoyed this video or found it helpful. If you did, do consider dropping a like on this video. And if you want to learn more about the Rad Zero or other headphones, I highly encourage you to check out the review section available on headphones.com. For more headphone and audio content, stay tuned by subscribing to The Headphone Show. Until next time, this is Corona signing off.